0: don't
1: know me no, no Yeah because you're not morphing.
0: It does feel a little bit like a soft reboot type of thing.
1: I don't know you see here's the Nebuchadnezzar. They've known each other before.
0: yeah that's what, so what I'm wondering is like I'm sure that there will be some plot that will explain this. But what I'm wondering is, like, are they doing, like, a soft reboot, essentially, where they're just, like, we can start again with, like, basically the Matrix story again, where it's, like, Neo has to learn
1: that he's the one. <laughs> that, the way they did oh, that. Yeah, they... That's incredible. Score-wise, amazing.
0: And that the bullets are, like, doing the big drums and stuff. Yeah. This shit looks so fucking sick. <laughs> I, like, cannot believe how good this looks.
1: It looks fucking incredible. He looks old. After all these years, to be going back to where it all started.
0: I don't love this. Back to the Matrix.
1: I think that's the Merovingian.
0: I do not love that they put that line in there. That's the one thing I will say.
1: <laughs> oh, I lost it again. Matrix oh. Resurrection. Okay, so I have theories, like nerd theories on like what happens. Yeah. Because I watched the whole trilogy like a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so how does it end at the end of um, Revolutions, is it? He plugs uh, yeah. himself, he has the powers outside of the Matrix. He does, and he's blind. But maybe not, because maybe he's still in the Matrix at that point, and it's like a second layer of Matrix.
1: So that theory, in my opinion, doesn't really have a lot of basis.
0: No, not um, at all. I, I, the only basis is he has powers.
1: What I believe, what I believe is that he has Wi-Fi. Okay. like at the end of at the end of Reloaded, he shuts down a a um, a squid with his mind, basically. Yeah. And people were like, oh, does that mean he's in uh, the Matrix, even though it's the real world? Right. But I think what basically gets explained in Revolutions is that because of his oneness, he's able to interface with the machines uh, through. Basically Wi-Fi. Um, he's able to like connect to it without the, the the thing in his in his neck. Yeah. Um. And then at the end, uh, he defeats Agent Smith, and the virus, and then, the the machines are thankful for that because that was like this wild thing that was trying to destroy both of them. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, Trinity dies. He um. He brings her back to life. That's right? in that's in the second one. In the third one, she she just dies she, regular. She dies regular. And he sacrifices himself to trying to get him there so that he can talk to the big baby head machine and uh and then he's like, "All right, you can have me and absorb me, and just we want peace right and that's how it ends. basically the machines say we're gonna not kill oh Zion. so then
0: yeah, so then him in this movie is what happens after that when he's absorbed back into the machine in order to keep him. Docile and like part of The machine of, of it all They're right. giving him these blue pills
1: It It is implied that he dies But it's not He kind of like becomes light So like what I think is Is was is what they're saying is Is that the machines are trying something new mm-hmm. To make p- This is the result of the peace Where Neo Is has been Sort of like reborn Within the matrix Yeah at least his consciousness in the matrix and so everything is sort of strange but different where trinity is alive he's alive morpheus is not the same guy though yeah and because it's a different i i think it must be a morpheus created by the machines to sort of like
0: because lawrence fishburne is like alive right he's available
1: and they didn't ask him This was a specific choice. Yeah, interesting. To not have Morpheus as Lawrence Fishburne, it's a new Morpheus who's basically trying to let Neo have the experience of the first movie to keep him docile, right? To like be the one.
0: Interesting.
1: So I think I think what they're gonna do is like be making a commentary on new ways in which our current society is trying to keep us asleep with like phones and social media and stuff and the, rebooting
0: franchises and rebooting
1: franchises.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I like this. Um, I like this theory. I hope it's like this. I got to say new Morpheus big ups to that guy. I mean, <laughs> goddamn, that actor is like, he just appeared out of nowhere to be in. Um, what was he? He was in. Um, he was black Manta. In, he um, was oh that guy in uh Aquaman in
1: Aquaman <laughs> the most useless character in that whole movie yeah
0: yeah so he's black man and Aquaman and um and then he goes on to be uh he he like parlays that into being like the black actor who gets to play the most iconic black actor roles ever yeah. <laughs> right because he's oh. like he's Morpheus he's candyman. And he's um, this is the black character, oh. but uh, he plays uh, Doctor Manhattan in the Watchmen show.
1: He's in Us. He's in he's Bobby Seal in Trial of the Chicago Seven. Yeah,
0: absolutely <laughs> incredible career this guy's already got. Well, how in, old is he?
1: Uh, he is thirty five. Wow, you know, a, a little, lot of years ahead of him. A little older than me. Uh yeah, Aquaman. Us. What did you say he was also in?
0: Uh, he was in the Watchmen TV show. Oh, I and see. And he's uh candy
1: I think he is in Candyman. I don't think he,
0: no, I think he is
1: candy. He plays the Tony, Tony Todd role. I believe so. Yeah. Oh shit. I haven't watched it, yeah, but yeah. he is credited as Anthony McCoy slash Candyman. Yeah, so who knows uh-huh. what that means? Have you seen that movie? No, I want to see it. I want to see did... it too. I don't think it's out even for downloading yet. Yeah. Um, it looks Well, cool. when it
0: does. But yeah, shout out to... Put her on the plex.
1: Yaha Abdul-Mateen. Yeah. The second. um, Seems cool. I mean, he was good in Us. He was good in... I mean...
0: He's even he, good as Black Mana. I mean, Black oh, Man yeah, is worthless, but I mean like... <laughs> he did a good job. He did a good job, man. Uh,
1: but yeah, this movie looks so fantastic. Um, I'm very excited because in my opinion, even while Jupiter Ascending, I will say is a not... Great movie. I think it's a fun movie. Um, Wachowskis are still probably four. You know, however, however many movies it's been now. One, two, three, four, five, six, 6 for six. I think they're all really good.
0: Yeah. Well, this isn't the Wachowskis. It's it's just it's just Lana. Lana. Yeah.
1: Um, no Lily because she's working on a show. She basically was like, I want to like work on myself.
0: Yeah, what is she working on? What she is...
1: worked on a show called Work in Progress, which is about um a fat lesbian great something it's just i don't know i've never seen it um but she was like make the
0: fucking matrix
1: what are you doing she was like i went she like went to college or something she like was like (sighs) sewing and shit. shut up (laughs) she had to go make the matrix (laughs) i don't know It, it wasn't it was not a she was just like i hope it's gonna be perfect i just don't didn't feel like i wanted to do it this time so i think lana can fucking handle it i hope uh, so tom tyke is, is a lot the older one or the younger one they're no idea she's the skinnier one with the pink hair with the pink hair
0: yeah so the younger one i believe
1: uh-huh but also or just visually the younger one anyway <laughs> <laughs> visually younger yeah. uh and also the guy who wrote cloud atlas is writing this oh, okay so and cloud atlas is amazing um book and movie i think mm. Um so I'm excited. I I think it'll be cool. Um I really have no idea what it's going to be trying to say though. Um and I think you're right that they I hope it's not too heavy-handed yeah. about like social commentary because the first movie is very like Gen X malaise, mm-hmm. you know, like he's a hacker and he's like, you know, alone and like a hikikomori and like he's got a Cubicle job. It feels like the nineties, yeah. You know, like Office Space, kind of like uh, life is the worst. But no, like real pointed criticism of of any particular cultural thing. Yeah. Um, just like bosses suck, I guess. Um, but Neil Patrick Harris does give me a little bit of a pause where I'm like, don't go a little too, don't go too hard on. But maybe like, it's
0: all trailer shit. Like maybe it's all in there.
1: Yeah, I hope so.
0: I hope that if they are going to go heavy-handed and they are just going to, like, ruin the whole thing, I hope that <laughs> they just straight up are just, like, the red pill is, is, uh is, it's estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope they straight up are just, just, like. It's just
1: about being trans. Yeah, like, if you're gonna, <laughs> if
0: you're gonna, like, go heavy-handed with commentary and just add it all in there, just straight up be, like, the Matrix is trans and so is the pill and all of it's trans.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think. It's all
0: about being trans, unfortunately. I have
1: read a few medium articles that have convinced me that the uh, the parallels in the movies of like their experience of themselves yeah, yeah. are in the movie. Oh sure, like, no no
0: no. That's I a hundred percent already think that the Matrix is about being trans, <laughs> but. What I hope is that they will explicitly, to camera, just deliver the line. <laughs> the Matrix The, the Matrix is, is, is about being trans, yeah. and so is the red pill. The red pill is a trans pill. Oh, oh I see. If you like red pill shit, then unfortunately you're, you're trans. <laughs> I hate to break it to I you. I hate to break this to you, but you're a little egg. <laughs>